Beyond the, Beyond the Headlines. This is World Insight. Hello and welcome to World Insight with me, Tian Wei. Chinese President Xi Jinping delivered his New Year's message, summarizing the year 2023. On the diplomatic front, he remarked that China fulfilled its responsibility as a major country in the year. He acknowledged his attendance at many key international conferences, like the Belt and Road Forum or the BRICS Summit, and how developing countries welcomed China's vision for peace and development. But just as importantly, Xi spoke of his travels, including visits to new friends and a nod to his meeting with U.S. President Joe Biden in San Francisco. Looking ahead, this year, BRICS will welcome new members, Egypt, Ethiopia, UAE, Saudi Arabia, and Iran. BRICS Plus account for half of the world's population, and their share of GDP is 20% greater than the G7. What does the expanded BRICS mean for the world? For more insights, let's loop in our panelists. Joining us in Tehran, Professor Mohammad Morandi, professor at Tehran University. In Cairo, Professor Magid Batros, who is a professor in political science with the Department of Political Science at Helwan University. Thank you so much, gentlemen, for joining us. Later in the program, we are also expecting a Chinese guest. Let's start by talking about, gentlemen, the opening of the year 2024 welcomes the expansion of the BRICS countries. Now, both Iran and Egypt are on the list. Tell us more about what your expectations are. Yes, I think it's an important part of Iran's integration, economic integration into with the rest of the global south, especially since the West is sanctioning Iran with a host of other countries. Hopefully, mechanisms will be developed where the global south can trade and invest and work together uh, without being threatened by Western governments that use Western financial institutions and the U.S. dollar uh-huh. as weapons. And I think now, especially that uh, since the Israelis are carrying out these atrocities, it's actually bringing countries like Iran and Egypt closer to each other at a time when BRICS is expanding. So I think that is um, gives BRICS added strength. I see. Uh, Professor Botros, what is your expectation coming from Egypt's side? It's, uh, well, we are very optimistic about uh, uh, what would be uh, happening in BRICS after the expansion. We expect that uh, the de-dollarization process by uh, the uh, interbank uh, uh, transactions with national currencies uh, uh, improving, that would improve the economic conditions that will relieve uh, Egypt from uh, an economic crisis. Uh, uh, Egypt is is, uh, no different than other countries Uh in the world witnessing uh, those global crises. Egypt in particular is facing pressures of the uh, uh, l- uh, low availability, or let me put it this way, a problem with the availability in uh, dollars. So uh, that would relieve the pressures from the Egyptian economy. All right. So before we talk about the grand potential, uh, let's focus on some of the specifics. Of course, we see Argentina this time will not be able to join. 
uh, as planned earlier. But if you look at the new members joining Saudi Arabia and Iran, uh, Egypt and also Ethiopia, we have seen some uh, different interests, uh, for example, among the new members. How do you interpret the uh, nature of cooperation and what does that mean for the countries involved in this platform vis-a-vis -vis their bilateral relations? Yes, I think it's clear that uh, the West, had, which has dominated the world literally for centuries, uh, has begun to decline. And as it declines, its policy of divide and rule and creating divisions in different parts of the world and but in particular in our part of the world because of the existence of uh, oil and gas uh, th this policy is beginning to fail uh, the less the west has power the less ability it has to divide and rule and so we are witnessing new opportunities uh, in our region being created as a result and the rapprochement between iran and saudi arabia is just one such instance. What kind of opportunities uh, is that? The two countries are energy exporters. They are very influential countries. And I should add Egypt as well, as I said earlier. Yeah. But so these, this triangle is very important. These are key countries of the region. Egypt and Iran, of course, being civilizational states. But the, these three countries, they uh, really form the uh, central axis uh, for uh, stability in the region and therefore uh, bringing them closer to each other can enhance the lives of ordinary people, bring about greater okay. movement, ability of citizens for trade, for business. Well, I think BRICS, because of its particular platform and that it is for now more economically focused, it can bring the economies closer to each other. And therefore, you can see greater investment uh, between the two countries. Uh, Iran is a part of the Belt and Road Initiative. Uh, Saudi Arabia can use uh, roads and railway that pass through Iran to Central Asia and to China. Iran and Russia are building a north-south transport corridor. Saudi Arabia can use that as well to import and export. Iran uh, can use... can utilize the enormous potential of the Saudi market for its goods or to facilitate trade from Central Asia, China and, and Russia uh, through Iran to Saudi Arabia. So there is so much that can be done. We yeah. have to we have to keep in mind that in the past, the United States has kept the, this region in separate islands, uh, unlike in, for example, the in the European Union, where the, the economies are integrated they've managed to keep our countries and people separate. But if there is economic integration, the well-being of ordinary citizens across West Asia would, uh, would become much better, uh, potentially, if, uh, of course, the United States okay. does not cause further trouble. Uh, well, uh, the third party's role is always an interesting one, isn't it? Go to you, Professor Baltros. It seems that Professor Morandi gave some uh, specific expectations, even between Iran and Saudi Arabia. What about for um, Egypt and also Ethiopia? We know there is some different opinions, uh, to put the least, uh, 
among about uh, some natural resources issue. The water of the Nile River, of course, has been a, a focus point in terms of debates between uh, Egypt and Ethiopia. Professor, do you see there can be better chance that the two countries, after joining the uh, platform of BRICS, be able to focus on more common ground? Uh, if so, okay. what might be the opportunities? Ethiopia has been uh, negotiating for about 12 years now with in vain no uh, 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 any no result no positive results uh, no uh, positive outcomes so what we are hoping to have is a multilateral negotiations when it is in the context of a broader uh, picture uh, it might have a result by pressures from uh, world uh, 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 powers. I believe that China would play a, a, a role. You both talk about the uh, currency issue, the US dollar. Many say this is a long time to come. Uh, many say that this is an issue that needs to be uh, discussed and also worked out over a long stretch of time. Would that be too... Uh, uh, shall I say, beyond the realism uh, when you expect the BRICS would play a role to compete with the U.S. dollar? Professor Morandi. And since there are very powerful economies uh, involved and many of them are sanctioned, uh, this even creates further incentive for a way forward to be created, which not only benefits sanctioned countries, it benefits as your guests in uh, Cairo pointed out, it, it benefits everyone because of the problems that exist with the U.S. dollar. But I would also like to add something to the previous question, and that is that Ethiopia and Egypt, uh, just like Iran and Saudi Arabia and all other countries, when they gather, when their leaders gather together on the sidelines of such conferences, they have greater opportunities to interact. So these gatherings both have bilateral aspects to them and multilateral. It provides greater opportunity for bilateral interaction, but also it provides opportunities for multilateral cooperation and also opportunities like what we saw between Iran and Saudi Arabia, mm -hmm. which was again alluded to previously, where countries like China could play a role in decreasing tensions and therefore creating better cooperation between right. countries. Professor Morandi, thank you so much for joining us. Joining us, Cairo, Magadip Valtros, who is a professor in the political science department with uh, Helwan University in Beijing, Professor He Wenping, senior research fellow at the Institute of uh, West Asian and African Studies with Chinese Academy of Social Sciences. Welcome to both of you. Earlier in the program, we already heard the opinions coming from two new members of the BRICS, Egypt and also Iran. Now, one of the things we have noticed is whether the discussion about uh, the BRICS versus the West, is it more about confrontation or is it more about the developing countries refuse to accept a binary world and therefore try to engage among themselves and also the rest of the world? Professor He. I prefer uh, to agree the opinion the latter one. Uh, it's not a platform saying this is a confrontation uh, between the North and the South. Uh, I don't agree with, uh, with this opinion at all. Uh, this world now needs more uni uh, united uh, together uh, because now we are moving forward to the 
Uh, the further this uh, economic globalization, we are against those uh, dealing, uh, decouple uh, this kind of opinion, especially uh, some, uh, you know, forces, some pa uh, politicians, they are using the ideology flag, uh, even trying to divide mm. this world. Now they want to level, uh, like uh, BRICS or whatever. This is some kind of uh, uh, new ideology there against the North. I, I don't think so. This is uh, just uh, a unification among those emerging economy. Now with the new members uh, coming from like Egypt, Ethiopia, they are all also uh, the big economy uh, in their area. Uh -huh. So to join together, uh, to engage more uh, with the North and then to make this world uh, more uh, inclusive uh, in its economic cooperation. Mm. Professor Boltros, what's your opinion about this? I can't agree more with what uh, your uh, guest from China uh, the professor uh, mentioned uh, in, an integration rather than confrontation. It's uh, to, in my opinion, it's more of a balance of uh, the trade. Instead of the hegemony and uh, the dominance of the uh, post World War II uh, uh, economic realities and political realities, we are trying to balance. Balance meaning that I do not be, uh, want to be. Uh, uh, dominated by uh, a superpower that puts pressure uh, uh, on uh, my economy uh, by the dollarization. As, as we mentioned earlier, uh, the petrodollar uh, 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 dominates the international trade in energy. Now uh, we are offsetting this uh, issue by having uh, uh, an interbank cooperation mechanisms and the uh, creation of the new development bank by BRICS that will uh, offset uh, uh, those pressures. In 2023, Professor He, uh, China organized the summit of the Central Asian countries and also uh, the uh, Belt and Road uh, Initiative. Tell me more about, given the latest uh, New Year's speech uh, by the Chinese president, what do you think are some of the most important takeaways that China, in terms of diplomacy, in terms of uh, economic and trade cooperation, could draw from the year 2023 and moving on to 2024, contributing to the BRICS platform? Yes, actually, uh, compared with those uh, like uh, Belt and Road, the third summit, and also, like you mentioned, the China and the Central Asian those summit, all those summit has been taken place. I think they are all on the same page, like with uh, this uh, BRICS expansion, uh, because uh, we just talk about uh, this uh, BRICS itself. Uh, ever since its beginning, it has been established, and then uh, getting South Africa in, and now getting more five countries in. It's, there's no single words in all those documents talking about confrontation or like a rivalry with who and who or North country or United States, not at all. Uh, talk about this uh, connectivity, uh, cooperation among those member countries and also with other countries together. Uh, with developing country, of course, as united force, because all those single uh, developing country themselves, uh, no matter Egypt, uh, no matter China or India, uh, if just with its own force, with its own GDP, of course, it's not that big enough. And then, it's, of course, you cannot yeah, handle everything by yourself. Now we are in this global economy, like some development advantage yeah. China has, 
And then we need other countries developing that advantage and then make them together. Okay. Uh, like Egypt has a lot of agricultural fruits uh, we need it in China. Mm. So that is why uh, China's uh, diplomacy now is continued uh, because we are the biggest developing country in this global south. So we will continue to work together, united further uh, with BRICS uh, members, uh, new members, old members, and also with Central Asian countries. So, and then to make this group uh, more powerful, and then we have more bargaining leverage. I would also like to have your opinions on uh, what China did, and also the ways that China interacts with the Global South. Well, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, China is playing a, a pivotal role in the uh, uh, Middle East now. Uh, as our uh, uh, colleague uh, uh, from uh, Tehran just mentioned that uh, uh, China hosted uh, uh, the rapprochement uh, between Iran and Saudi Arabia. Uh, now uh, China is trying to play a, a very important role uh, and proposing a solution for the Palestinian problem. Uh, China is very active in Africa and Asia in de developmental uh, projects uh, and initiatives. All those roles, politically and economically, uh, uh, increase the leverage of uh, 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 China. I think both of you suggest that there's going to be strong momentum for economic and trade cooperation. One has to note that the Global South, uh, some of the emerging economies are uh, suffering from some of the setbacks after years of the pandemic, uh, including China, the growth rate uh, uh, compared to earlier years is uh, relatively smaller despite efforts. Uh, so, Professor He, how much is there of space, of uh, interaction, and creating common prosperity uh, among the BRICS members this year, for example? At this moment, that's more important to play uh, this the platform of this BRICS. Uh, because as I just mentioned, we need to unite it together rather than separated with each other. Uh, you see that China need to uh, further expand our trade volume uh, with the many countries uh, even though we don't talk about the United States, but if our trade volume with the United States is getting less, less, and then we need uh, also other uh, member of our, uh, you know, country within this BRICS, uh, also within this uh, BRI as a whole, uh, those members join the BRI, and then to come up uh, to add those volume, trade volume with China, and also China's uh, business company, they also need to go to international market, go to where? Uh, they need to go to like, uh, BRI members, they need to go to this uh, uh, BRICS new member of these countries. Actually, I joined uh, several of those workshops at the end of last year. And then the people, you know, some uh, uh, business, uh, those uh, friends, they all eyes on like a uh, new member of those BRICS. So you maybe will go to uh, UAE, uh, go to Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Egypt, Ethiopia, because now they got a new uh, this head that is no longer member of a global south. They're also the new member of the BRICS. Well, uh, to me, BRICS is not only the transaction of goods and services, but also it is a sustainable development initiative. Now, if I build up capacities, production capacities, uh, 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 that's the main aim rather than merely exchange of goods and services. 
to me, uh, uh, the BRICS is playing a very important role. That's what developing countries need. Uh, uh, don't give me a fish, teach me how to fish. It's not only just uh, uh, a little transaction. Uh, it is merely building capacity or capacity building. Mm. Uh, if I could follow up, uh, Professor Boutros, as you have noticed uh, uh, from last year, uh, Chinese economy is going through a grand transition, and now that process is still ongoing. And as a result, there's both opportunities and challenges. Meanwhile, when China working with the foreign countries on economic and trade cooperation, you see more investment, targeting investment, rather than a grand scheme of uh, investments uh, putting uh, to uh, very different sectors everywhere. So uh, you see a very different nature of China's uh, uh, role uh, in terms of bringing economies together. So what does that mean for uh, Egypt when you are becoming uh, members of the BRICS? China has been always, even before the BRICS, uh, a, a supporter for the Egyptian uh, uh, people and the Egyptian economy. Uh, many projects, uh, 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 Chinese projects and Chinese investments are in Egypt and they constitute a substantial uh, percentage of the uh, foreign investments in Egypt. We aspire to have giant uh, developmental projects uh, further uh, with China. It's not only uh, uh, this, but also uh, 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 the uh, international trade uh, uh, by using the interbank uh, transactions with the uh, local currencies. Uh, not only developmental projects, but also uh, when you invest uh, and use the yuan and the Egyptian pounds, that is a, a main issue for the Egyptian economy. I see. Especially as I mentioned in the uh, in the beginning, we have a, a crisis, economic crisis nowadays. This is the short term. In the long term, there is an aspiration of having a, a, a unified currency. But this is so difficult, it takes at least 10 to 15 years to be established. How will China balance, on the one hand, its own opportunities and challenges of the economy, on the other hand, work with others for bigger potential, both for the group of uh, members on the BRICS platform and also the potential of China's own development. Yes, uh, it's not a one-way street. Mm. Uh, you see, it's not saying new members all eyes on China's investment. Uh, saying now we are becoming new member and then BRICS, uh, China seems uh, taking uh, the leading role. So China has a deep pocket. I don't think this is the uh, the reality. Because uh, we need to make two make tangles happening. Uh, we need the joint efforts to make this cake, uh, develop the cake bigger. So it's not just the China pouring in the money in here and there. Uh, as you know, our own economy also now is in the struggling time. So that is why China's business, they need out, continue, uh, like the BRI, Belt on the Road. Uh, they need to do the business <coughs> abroad. Uh, like now we have this uh, new energy car uh, becoming the leading export commodity yeah a lot of uh, new energy products china also playing the leading role so this is uh, combined with this uh, green development 
uh, globally, uh, this mm. climate change. So like uh, Egypt, uh, also now the gas, I know, I, I traveled to Egypt also a number of times. I, use, I think uh, Egypt also suffering uh, from like gasoline and even fuel, uh, is short of fuel, uh, even several hours power cut now because those uh, fuel are shortage. So why not this new energy car yeah, becoming also a new, you know, uh, the, the development entrance point. Uh, some partner in Egypt uh, maybe can, together with Chinese, uh, those uh, car maker company, uh -huh. yeah, together make this uh, new energy car and then can save the fuel and also convenient for people uh, to Professor, realize the dream to become uh, a car owner. Uh, so Professor, I think uh, lots of uh, new area can be jointly to develop them. Uh, mm. to get those potential. Thank you so much, Professor Maggit Botros and Professor He Wenping. Appreciate it. And that's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to know more, search World Inside on our YouTube channel and follow us on X and Facebook. I'm Tian Wei on behalf of the team. Thanks for being with us. Bye for now.